Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Let's get to David C. Steele. David Steele from the Sporting News. He never freaks out under pressure. And this guy's on it. Hello, David. How are you? I'm great, Ken. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Were you surprised with Mike McCarthy getting canned? Uh, Having it happen today a little bit, but I think that once you saw what happened uh, today, uh, the way that it happened, the way that they lost, who they lost to, the circumstances, you, 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 I think everyone was kind of preparing themselves for something like first thing in the morning, early in the week. It was really hard to imagine and making it uh, all the way to next week because it really felt like this was rock bottom on, on, on several levels. So what do you think? Well, first off, do you think that Aaron Rodgers shares some blame here? Because you just heard me when I was bringing you on and I read that tweet. I think that he has to have some fingers being pointed at him. He's the leader of the football team. He's the face of the franchise. Uh, he is the franchise at this point, honestly, and I think it was sort of a matter of time uh, before there was going to be some showdown where one where one or the other was going to lose. And obviously since they pretty much locked up uh, Aaron for the rest of his career uh, there in Green Bay, that he was going to be ultimately the winner. So they were going to have to figure out a way to make this work. And the more the losses piled up, the more these just terrible performances uh, piled up, the, 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 the more likely it seemed like it was going to, you know, it was going to end the way that it did. But uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to really, you know, so much is going to be pointed at him if they hire a new coach and things just continue in the direction that they are. But let's just say this, though. There's a lot wrong with that organization right now, um, from the drafting, from management, from, the, from personnel decisions, a whole bunch of stuff going on right now that is not helping the Packers out. Aaron Rodgers is part of it. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's the biggest part of it, but we'll get more of an idea next year because they're almost got to start from scratch at this point because that's, that's a bad football team from top to bottom right now. Well, well, you know, you remember this while Chargers just took the lead. We'll talk about that, that here. That. Well, they just tied it, I should say. They just tied it. Just uh, tied the game, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that here in a second, buddy. But um, let, let me go back to that because, you know, you go back to the Patriots, and I know if, if a team doesn't have a good quarterback, things can go straight to hell. But this has happened a couple of times, and and we used to we used to applaud Ted Thompson that he only has what two free agents, and and we loved what they did. And all of a sudden, that team that team started to get old real quick. All of a sudden, you blink. Clay Matthews the third is a ten year vet, and now you have to start thinking about replacing some of those guys. And I think that that's starting to weigh on Aaron Rodgers and on his conscience. He turns thirty five today. The injuries have started to mount up, and. And I think that he sees some of those young quarterbacks. I think he sees those guys swimming up next to him as sharks in the water. And he doesn't like that. He does. I don't think he likes some of the criticism between him and Tom Brady and Drew Brees going, how do you only have one Super Bowl? How do you only have yeah. one Super Bowl here, Aaron? Yeah, and, that, and that's, it, it's, it's almost impossible to ignore that, no matter who you are and how much you're paying attention to that, because it is going to look bad. And it, it, you can't always pin it on the quarterback, because we know the whole legacy and the whole the list of guys who did, either didn't win any or didn't win many as, as great as great quarterbacks as they are. And it was a tremendous thing that they did that, that he did when he won that Super Bowl. But you do think that there would be a lot there would have been a lot closer to more Super Bowls. He would have gotten to a few more. They would have won one more. And it, it's it's strange to think that there'd be that much of a difference between winning two and winning one. 
But you think, I mean, if we're looking at this game right now, you know, Ben Roethlisberger has two, and Aaron Rodgers has one. And I don't know anybody who thinks that Ben Roethlisberger is a better quarterback, you know, in, in, in any, by any measure is better, than, uh, is, is better than Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, it is, a, it is a legacy thing. He knows that he's closer to the end than the beginning. He knows that very, very recently he has played like the absolute best and has won games by himself. You know, and it gets you after a while. You don't want to win games by yourself. You want to have that supporting cast, knowing that you don't have much time left, and say, hey, let's just you know, push all the chips in and try to win one or two more and just stay right at that level while I'm still, you know, healthy and at the top of my game before it starts to slide off and this contract becomes uh, prohibitive. And it doesn't seem like it's going in that direction for them right now. David Steele, uh, Sporting News, joining us on the show. I thought the best – I'm in Cleveland, and immediately people go, Ken, Mike McCarthy, what do you think? <laughs> I think his best uh, place he could go is actually when the Jets do let go of Todd Bowles. I assume it's just going to happen. Uh, yeah. When the Jets do let go of Todd Bowles, I think that that would be perfect because I think Baker has trust issues already. He's very headstrong. I, I think that you could be seeing a younger Aaron Rodgers situation there. <laughs> but But Sam Darnold is – Eventually he'll be a leader, but he's pretty meek. And I think Mike McCarthy can can roll up his sleeves and dig in there and, and really work and mold the type of quarterback that he wants out of the type of talent that Sam Darnold has. Yeah, no, that 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 does make a lot a lot of sense. And and I agree, it makes more sense than it does in Cleveland because they have to be so careful in Cleveland because Baker has really pretty much established that he's going to want it his way. And then everyone's going to have to follow his way all the way up to all the way up the chain of command, right to the uh, to the very top. And he has uh, certain people who who uh, he's got in his on his side, like the owner and stuff like that. And I don't know if, if Mike McCarthy wants to get himself involved in a situation like that. You know, I think the Jets have to pick very carefully. I think that Mike McCarthy would be a great fit. I think they do have a lot of options, but I think that he should be one of the first guys they first guys they, that they should call when the time comes to make that decision, you know, they probably put the feelers out already, mm-hmm. you know, especially after the way the Jets lost today. I mean, I think a lot of us were sort of expecting to get a two-for deal today after the way they lost to, uh, to the Titans. Um, but it, it's going to be really interesting because the, the, the number of, guy, of quarterbacks who are sort of on that precipice right now, either they're, they're brand new to the league or they're still really, really young, and they got to make really big decisions about the direction they're going in. You know, it's still pretty small, but there's, there's still significant, uh, you know, number of uh, quarterbacks out there who need to go in the right direction before they're turned off in the wrong direction. So if the Jets were smart, you know, he would be the guy they would call. David Steele with us on the show. Follow him on Twitter at David underscore C underscore Steele. Uh, pay, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I beg your pardon. We're in control of this game. It's a 23-23 game. I had something lined up in case they lost tonight, and I still might even get to say it. When when Ben Roethlisberger calls out his wide receivers after he has an almost game-ending interception against Jacksonville, which is a lowly football team, and then he does have a game-ending interception last week in Denver, and you're doing that, and then there's the whole Le'Veon Bell thing that still seems to – I think the cloud is dissipating a little bit. I, I see Pittsburgh, and you know what, David? I see Seattle, except that Seattle won a Super Bowl, and you can you can explain that. You can understand that, where guys get the disease of me. Pittsburgh has the problems of a team that's won a Super Bowl, but they don't have the Super Bowl to show it, and I have to lay this at the doorstep of, of Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, 
No, I, I agree 100%. It is so strange to look at this that's going on with them right now and think you, they're acting as if they have already won something. And this was, this was going on with them last year. Let's, let's keep that in mind as well. You know, that's the number one reason I'm convinced, you know, and they, they probably would never admit it, but I'm, I'm certainly convinced, and I don't know if the management or Mike Tomlin and all those guys would, would agree. That's why they lost to Jacksonville and just got to run off the field in the playoffs the way that they uh, did. You know, it really should have been just on track to face the Patriots in the AFC Championship game for the Steelers last year, you know, mm-hmm. and they didn't get there because of just this weird vibe they had in that locker room among that roster, and Ben Roethlisberger was sort of at the, at the head of all of it, um, and he was doing a lot of the same things, you know, because he got into a thing with Antonio Brown, you know, early that season same, in the same sort of way, and it just seems like it's one, been one thing or another this in, the entire offseason, throughout this entire season, and you sat and wondered, is it really ever going to catch up to them on the field? They got on that nice streak, and you thought they're going to somehow get past this, and now these last now we're up to three games where you really start to question whether this is going to, you know, lead to some sort of collapse on the field mm-hmm. for this team, uh, an, an absolutely loaded team, even without Le'Veon and without some of the guys that they've uh, having that full use of this year. You know, it, it's going to be one of the great underachievements we've seen in a long time if, if that's what happens. David Steele with us on the show. Is John Harbaugh should 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 – Steve Bishotti, hold on a second about this firing John Harbaugh business here. <laughs> that's it. That's been a funny thing because you're sitting there <laughs> thinking about it and you think, oh, wow, maybe John, maybe pump, pump the brakes on this whole end of the John Harbaugh run. I still think that I, now we're up to like 11 years or whatever it has been. I, I believe and I always have believed, you know, in, even across the multiple sports that I've seen, not just the uh, NFL, you know, Teams and their coaches, they just sort of run out of time with each other after a while. I think that they just they get tired of each other. They, get, they, they reach a certain point where a change just has to be made, even if you end up sort of finishing strong or finishing on top or, or whatever. And I feel like even if they continue this run, and even if he pushes all the right buttons with the quarterbacks and rings a playoff spot out of this and gets you know, Lamar Jackson on track or gets a nice you – know, Farewell for, for, for Joe Flacco. Somehow makes a happy ending out of this. He should probably just take his cards off the table and leave well enough alone and move on. And he'd uh, be a guy that his phone would be ringing off the hook in, when, in Cleveland, you know, the moment he leaves. I know you're when in that area. I'll tell you this right now, David. I'm in Cleveland. I would I would drag the rickshaw myself out there to go get him. <laughs> I'd do anything I could to get him. I'm dead serious. I think he's a fabulous he coach. I think yeah. he's done great with quarterbacks. I think he's done he's not I know he's a special teams guy. I absolutely love him. I absolutely adore him and I'd love to have your trash. I tell you that right now. Uh David yeah. Steele joining us on the show. Should real quick, I only have like 90 seconds, but should Lamar Jackson hold on to that job? Yeah. I I believe he should. I think that that's the right direction for them to go in. I think it's better to make this break now uh and sort of start, you know, that you you put you drafted in the first round for a reason. You, you, you made this move. It was a pretty bold move, as it was, for a reason. You want to make that transition, and it's starting off well now. You don't want to, end, you don't want to you know, stop it in its tracks before you know, the possibility of it really turning into something great. So I'd say stick with it. David's still with us on the show. Hey, real quick, who's going to win the national championship? Oh, is it, uh, does it make any sense to, 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 pick against, to pick anyone except Alabama? I think it could. You could you could pick somebody in an upset. You can be different. <laughs> Dare to be different, friend. Oklahoma. Ooh. I'm 
I'm going with Oklahoma. All right, I'll take that, I love, brother. I, only because I love Kyler Murray. That's literally the only reason. I, ain't I he great? Him win a title. It's hard for after after what Ty, at, at Tua Tagovailoa in the game he did. I'm going. I kind of want to give it to Kyler Murray right now. I know. I know. You're right about that. Plus, he's a two sport guy, and the dollars say to go play baseball. But hey, if he wants to come back and play football, what the hell? I know he should probably go play baseball anyway. But that's a different day. David, thank you for the time. Follow this guy on Twitter at David underscore C underscore Steel. David Steele, Sporting News. Thank you for the time, buddy. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks again, Ken. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.